Okay, so when I get to the University of Michigan, it's not that I suddenly realize I'm stupid because I'm not stupid. I'm not. But after faking myself through a few conversations about Kant, about Aristotle, about microfinance strategies for female empowerment, well, it encouraged me that all the books that I read until this point either have dragons or spaceships on the cover. But these people, these people here, they have real educations. They've flown in planes. They make jokes to each other in French. Not my hilarious fake French accent. No, no, no. The actual French. And I have this sudden dread, this fear that I don't know anything about anything. That I do not belong. I'm an imposter. I'm a fake. And I don't even know where to start playing catch up. So I just muddle through. Just because I don't know something doesn't mean I can't have strong opinions about it. And then there's this woman. And good Lord, not only does she know stuff, she's like the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Help me. And so I get a plan. And I try to study up on a subject, right? Maybe ichthyology, the study of fishes, maybe Roman history. I get the Cliff Notes version of whatever it is. I read it. And I kind of steer, almost accidentally whoopsie, steer the conversation toward my newfound area of expertise. Hey, um, you know the Ark and the Law School? It is so pretty. So pretty. It reminds me of another pseudo-gothic scheme from Germany's Cologne Cathedral, you know. (laughs) And I don't know how this works. I don't, but we actually start kicking it, she and I. And my roommate says, wow, I don't know how she's with you. The cashier lady at Myers, a grocery store, looks at her, looks at me and says, I don't know how she's with you. It's like everyone's reading my mind. I pretend I don't care. Because she is with me. Probably not for long, but for right now, everybody's just hating. And we're walking down the street holding hands. She's telling me about her trip to South Africa, which for me may as well be Oz. But I'm listening attentively like a good boyfriend. And she says, this guy, Tommy, he's a follower of Stephen Biko. And my words, my words that come out before I can stop them, I say, Who's Stephen Biko? Then the world spins. The earth trembles. She rips her hand from my grip, turns unbelievingly at me and asks, You don't know who Stephen Biko is? Time slows to a full Jeopardy stop. Stephen Biko, Stephen Biko. I should absolutely know this. I should, but I don't know this. And when I get it wrong, she's going to walk away in disgust. She's never going to look back. She's going to wonder how she ever got mixed up with this barbarian two seconds. Three. And then I remember the Peter Gabriel song. It's, it's a, oh, Stephen Biko, the South African freedom fighter. I thought she was talking about somebody else. She looks at me hard extends her hand back into my own and we continue our stroll and inside I'm tripping 
If she asks me even one question about this Biko character, just one, it's over because I know nothing. My goose is cooked. But she doesn't ask. And I'm safe to fake my way through another day. So when she does break up with me because of our inherent intellectual incompatibility or whatever she says, I'm actually relieved. I go back to reading books with dragons on the cover. Yes, I do still have some catch-up to do, but I figure they make cliff notes for a reason. Today on Snap Judgment, Head Games. Amazing stories from real people whose minds are playing tricks on them. My name is Glenn Washington. Please study the life and times of Stephen Biko. Seriously, because you're listening to Snap Judgment.